0: what's up y'all and welcome back to another episode of the resilient body podcast i'm your host dr Arnika, the not so typical chiropractor and today we're talking about what to do when you wake up with that kink in your neck? Today's episode is inspired by. I've had a couple of clients coming in. I've also had a couple of um, of potential clients sliding into the DMs, letting me know about the kinks in the neck they've been feeling. If I had any tips, any strategies, or some things that can help, so I decided to share that with all of you. Today we're going to talk about exactly what a kink is when that happens in your neck We're going to talk about some movements to help relieve that kink and so you can help you know Increase that increase that range of motion And then last but not least i'm going to give you some tips on ways that can help prevent these kinks from happening as frequently All right, so let's get started so Most people, or most clients I've been talking to, have been either waking up with a kink or feeling like, man, I have no idea, but this kink came out of nowhere. What happens when you get this kink in your neck? The muscles that surround our neck either laterally flex, which means bringing our ear to our shoulder, or it rotates our neck. So those muscles are what seem to contract and just hold or spasm. That's why we have one side that's easier to turn to. We feel less pain as opposed to that other side that, like, sometimes even looking in that direction, those muscles start to tense up. So, most of the time, one side of the neck is feeling that spastic as the other side is feeling more relaxed. Okay. So, When it comes to having one side of our neck tighter than the other, it really causes us to have some issues. One of the biggest things is when we are driving. We don't notice that, you know, we have to look in both sides. We're looking in our blind spot. Maybe we're turning around and looking at our kid in the back seat, but we can't turn our neck to that direction and it is painful. And it is to the point that we have to turn our entire upper body in order to see in that specific direction. And that's just not something we wanna have to do. So that's one of the issues that we run into when we wake up or when we end up having that kink in our neck. Most of the time, when we're waking up with that kink, we've either slept in a specific way, which I'll talk about sleeping positions later on when we get to like some tips and strategies that can help. Or just over time of this poor posture of our shoulders rolled forward and our neck far out in front of our shoulders and us constantly looking down, those muscles get fatigued. And they're just like, okay... I've been doing this for so long today, I'm just done. And they spasm out and they're just like, I can't do this today. So that happens too. And sometimes it's just the straw that breaks the camel's back when you've been doing that for so long. And then I know all you did was wake up and nothing really changed on how you slept that day. But that morning, those neck muscles was just like, I can't do this today. I'm tired, I need a break, the other muscles aren't joining the party, they're not doing their job, I'm doing mine and theirs, and a, and I was about to say, and a chick is tired. So we have to make sure that you understand too that having this kink in our neck, even if you are waking up with it, doesn't mean that it just had to happen from that sleeping uh, position from that night before. It could have just been that over time, over that past week or so, month or so, even years, that neck today it was just like i'm tired i've done enough we've been looking forward for too long we've been in this poor posture for too long and i need a break so they kind of give up and they spasm out another thing that can be an issue when it comes to developing that kink in your neck is this technology so we mentioned poor posture and when does this poor posture just typically happen when we are talking on our phone, where we're texting, scrolling, or even sitting at our desk for eight hours at our job. Okay. Movement has got to happen. That is something that can help prevent it. I've already started transitioning into the next thing, but that's something that can help prevent having some of these kinks in your neck by starting to incorporate more movement into your day, more movement into your life. We mentioned before that poor posture is a huge component of these kinks. So instead of sitting in that position for so long, we want to incorporate more movement every hour, setting a movement timer, getting up and moving more, specifically through more extension in the upper back and also more just activations in our neck. And as we get in more into more specific movements later on, I'll explain to you I'll explain to you some movements that will help with that. So, let's go ahead and move into some tips that you can use to help prevent these kinks in our neck from happening so frequently, okay? So, first things up, we want to talk about sleeping position. So, when it comes to sleeping, I know I've had some people, and I don't know if this is just past research, but things change that. Every time I ask them about their sleeping position, they're just like, oh, I'm a side sleeper. I know it's bad. I try so hard to sleep on my back, but I just don't like it. I don't know where that came from and why or where someone said that sleeping on your back was the most beneficial. But my goal with people is not to get them to change how they're sleeping. My goal was to get them to modify it. Maybe we need to put a pillow here, lift our head here, bring this arm here. Things like that. So when it comes to those who are in sleeping positions that are on their side, it's not bad at all. What we want to do and make sure, though, is the pillow that we're using, either the multiple pillows or singular pillow, that our head and our neck are straight and in a line with the rest of our body. What tends to happen is either our pillow is so flat that our head is closer to the bed and we end up having this kink in that lower side closer to the bed and that neck. Or that's how some people, if you're the infamous sleeper who likes to put their arm underneath the pillow, maybe that could be doing because the fact of your pillow is pretty soft. Maybe your head sinks down more into it and you feel like you need to bring your head up closer to your other shoulder. So being in a position where your neck and head is straight with your body will help us from sleeping for six to eight hours in a kinked up position, sleeping position. Next, breathing with your diaphragm the first video that I sent out to every single client that walks through those doors is diaphragmatic breathing because we have to work on that on a consistent basis. The same muscles that are spasming up and causing these kinks in your neck are some of the same muscles that are involved when it comes to breathing. They're the secondary muscles. So if you're not breathing with your diaphragm and you're breathing with your chest, you're using more of those neck muscles. Now we talked about already, these neck muscles are already doing more work than a lot of the other muscles. So now we've added on, hey, I need your help when it comes to me breathing because my shoulders are now coming up around my ears. Hey, I also need your help when it comes to me looking down at my phone because I'm not holding my neck up myself. Eventually those neck muscles are going to get fatigued and give up. That's how we get the spasms and knots and things like that. So it's so important to learn how to breathe properly and that's with your diaphragm and not your chest muscles. Upper back strengthening. Like I mentioned, we spend so much time in this poor posture or we spend so much time doing pushing exercises that very rarely are we working on our upper back a lot of rows a lot of rowing is cool Lat stuff. I know the Y's, the T's, there's so many different things that we can do to start strengthening our upper back because of that poor posture position. Those upper back muscles are constantly stretched out and not being worked as much as we would like them to. So once you start strengthening those and working on activating and waking those muscles up, you notice how much sitting up straight becomes easier, how much more those neck muscles can relax. And therefore, we're not going into an already spastic I'm sorry, spasming issues in our neck causing that kink in our neck. Last but not least, this is more so um, for when we already start to feel tightness in certain areas, but we can also use this after you've developed, or already noticed that, that you've had that kinky in that neck. And that is heat. If you want to know more about my philosophy when it comes to heat versus ice, I will tag that episode in the episode note. I did, a, I did a podcast episode a while back about heat versus ice, but my primary response is always heat. And that's because when it comes to tightness, our muscles love blood, right? They love blood flow. So when we add some heat on there, it opens up our vessels, it gets more blood flow to that area, more circulation, and gets that muscle to relax. So adding heat onto areas that feel tight, we help them create more blood flow, more blood circulation, and then we go move them. So when you are waking up or starting to notice that tightness, or you already have that kink in your neck, first thing i would have you do is put some heat on that area, warm it up, get more blood flow, and then follow up with some of the movements I will provide for you. So heat... Breathing with your diaphragm inside of your chest, having a good sleeper position, making sure your neck and head is aligned, and also upper back strengthening are some tips that can help you prevent these kinks from coming back so frequently, all right? And last but not least, let me give you some movements, leave you with some actionable steps of some things that you can start working on or some things that you can incorporate into your day already, and also some things that you can start doing after you've noticed that you've woken up or have had that kink in your neck. So all of these movements can play a role into any of that. First one up is using a lacrosse ball on the floor. Now, I know that you can use it up against the wall or a rig, but preferably in this position or with this instance, I prefer that you do it on the floor. Therefore, we have less part of our body trying to hold up our neck. We have that stains when it comes to gravity. So grabbing that lacrosse ball, Placing it right between our kind of shoulder blade and spine and also right between our shoulder blade and our neck um, is where starting to move our neck and get those spastic muscles that are happening, start getting them lengthened out after we put some heat on it, okay? So that's a video that I'll tag. Next up is doing some double chins into a towel. So this is another position where you're going to be laying on your back, whether you're on the bed or on the floor. We're going to have a roll-up towel right underneath your skull. And we're going to start double chinning down into that towel. From there, we're starting to just open up our neck a little bit more and get used to the muscles that have been spastic, getting used to just activating them again and just increasing our range of motion. So I'll tag that video down at the bottom the scalene stretch. I didn't nerd out too much about muscles, but the scalenes are one of the muscles that could be tensed up when you have that kink in the neck. And when these are tensed up, you may even start to notice some numbness or tingling going down in your arm because those are the muscles that our nerves come out of specifically for those areas. So this stretch involves us being up and having some type of weight behind our body as we stretch out our pecs in our front and also getting that scaling; those muscles that attach down to that collarbone lengthen as well. So I'll tag that picture. It's one of my, I'm sorry, that movement is one of my favorite movements to give people that need to open up their chest and get more movement and lengthening in their neck. Next up is chin retractions. Okay. I always harp on you need to focus on double chinning. So here we use a resistance band and start offering in a little bit of resistance as we're working on what it means to double chin, what it means to activate those deep neck muscles in the front so that when it comes to sitting up, when it comes to bringing our head up over our shoulders, it doesn't take as much effort because we know what those neck muscles are supposed to do and they're now doing their job, all right? So I'll make sure I'll tag all of those movements at the bottom of the episode notes, along with the episode talking about heat versus ice and why my primary response is always going to be heat. As always, I hope that you found this episode valuable. I hope that you're going to take some of this information and apply it into your everyday life. It's all about learning how to move your body and how to take care of it yourself. All right. As always, my goal is to help you move better, feel better and be resilient. I'll holler at you all on the next episode.